all through the season of Easter, we're going to be looking at snapshots of the early church. And so today, we have a snap, a Snapchat, <laughs> a snapshot of the Pharisee Saul who becomes the Apostle Paul. Let us listen for God's word. Meanwhile, Saul, still breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord, went to the high priest and asked him for letters to the synagogues in Damascus so that if he found any who belonged to the way, the way of Jesus, men or women, he might bring them bound to Jerusalem. Now, as Saul was going along and approaching Damascus, suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him. He fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? Who are you, Lord? I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. But get up and enter the city, and you will be told what you are to do. The men who were traveling with him stood speechless, because they heard the voice but saw no one. Saul got up from the ground, and though his eyes were open, he could see nothing. So they led him by the hand and brought him into Damascus. For three days he was without sight, and neither ate nor drank. Now there was a disciple in Damascus named Ananias, and the Lord said to him in a vision, Ananias, here I am, Lord. Get up and go to the street called Straight, and at the house of Judas look for a man of Tarsus named Saul. At this moment he is praying and he has seen in a vision a man named Ananias come in and lay his hands on him so that he might regain his sight. But Ananias said, Lord, I have heard from many about this man, how much evil he has done to your saints in Jerusalem. And here he has authority from the chief priest to bind all who invoke your name. Go, for he is an instrument who I have chosen to bring my name before Gentiles and kings and before the people of Israel. I myself will show him how much he must suffer for the sake of my name. So Ananias went and entered the house. He laid his hands on Saul and said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus who appeared to you on your way here has sent me so that you may regain your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. And immediately something like scales fell from his eyes, and his sight was restored. Then he got up and was baptized, and after taking some food, he regained his strength. For several days he was with the disciples in Damascus, and immediately he began to proclaim Jesus in the synagogue, saying, He is the Son of God. The word of the Lord. Let us pray. Holy God, we pray that we may 
be opened like Saul, that we may be open to transformation, that you may speak to us this day words that change our lives and bring us more love. Speak, for we are listening. And may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, our strength and our redeemer. Amen. Whenever I hear the story of the road to Damascus, I always think of that great Caravaggio painting of Saul on the ground underneath his horse. Now, there's actually no horse in the scripture reading, but we always think that Saul got knocked off of his horse. He's lying there on the ground, and the light is on him, and the horse is looking down at him like, what's wrong with you? Well, he's heard Jesus. He has been knocked off his horse. Christ is alive and shows up there on the road to Damascus. Now, this painting always comes to my mind when I hear this scripture. But this time was different. When I read the story, I heard about a man whose beliefs have led him down a path of violence. A man who is angry. The very survival of his group, he believes, demands that he act in violence. Now, this is Saul at this moment, but it's also many of the gunmen in recent shootings our world has seen. An angry man bent on preserving the purity of his group turns to violence in the name of God. And this is death at its worst. And we mourn with those who mourn and we give comfort, and we are called as Christian people to give hope. To give hope. To offer hope for the world and remind the world that death does not rule the day. Now is our time as Christian people to say to the world, we believe in love. And we believe that love is so strong that love will overcome any evil and any death. It is our time to say to the world, my friends, God is still speaking and Christ is alive. Now, just a few things about this. Saul felt threatened a threat to his Jewish faith, but it was not from Christians because Christians did not yet exist. They were all Jews. There were Jews in this splinter group that had gone off following this rogue rabbi. But this was not a Jewish-Christian conflict at this time. 
The Jesus followers, this new group, was challenging the orthodoxy that Saul had learned and had practiced his entire life to be a good Jew. And he thought that this is what God wanted to stop the followers of Jesus. You may have heard or seen in the Washington Post article that the shooter at the synagogue last week was a Presbyterian. A different kind of Presbyterian, different denomination, but it should give us pause that this is a Christian, so-called, so-called, who has done violence in the name of Jesus. And as Jesus' followers, we need to be clear that Jesus commands us to love God, love neighbor, and ourselves, and that this is the foundation of all of our ethics. Love. Love, love, love. So we must stand proud to be followers of Jesus in a church that teaches first and foremost love of all people, of all religions, of no religion, of all races, everything, love. I was thinking, and I read someplace, that we only have a tendency to call the Muslims terrorists. It was an extreme Muslim terrorist. But now I know what moderate Muslims feel like. Because we would certainly find it an oxymoron to say a Christian terrorist. That's not Christianity. One thing the shooter did have in common with the other gunmen is an adherence to the beliefs of white supremacy and white nationalism. And for all of us who are white, you know who you are out there. We need to be concerned about that and work on our white privilege and ask God to convert in each of us all that gets in the way of loving our neighbor as we love ourselves. That's a conversion that happens all of our lives. But before we are even completely converted from that, we have another part to play, and that is the part of Ananias and that community of disciples that were in Damascus. Ananias got the call. Jesus told him, go and meet a man who would have tried to arrest him just days before. Ananias didn't want to do that. He didn't want to have anything to do with this murderous man. But love demanded it. Not only that, love suggested that this man Saul was to do great things for the way of love. And so Ananias went and he found Saul, he entered that house, and he welcomed him as a brother in the faith. Brother Saul, brother Saul, Jesus sent me to open your eyes so that you may be filled with the Holy Spirit, which is the spirit of love. That is the Holy Spirit. 
and Saul's eyes were opened to a whole new way of being in the world. Love became his law, his way, and what he would teach throughout the known world. Fear and anger and violence died in him. And what rose was this Apostle Paul, and what blossomed was a whole new faith. Then we get Christianity, grounded in nonviolence and sacrificial love. So he really knew Christ is alive. Now we have to know Christ is alive now. Now. I am moved by all of you who have made this community of faith, that community of disciples that has embraced people in love for so many, many years. I see some of you at the Confirmation for All, where you sit next to our young students, and together you study the scriptures. You are Ananias embracing those new to the faith. You are those who are stopping any who might be down a different path from love. We have embraced Arturo and Henry, who might very have, well, have reasons to maybe not like the country that put him in detention. But we have reached out, you have reached out and embraced him in love. That is why we are here and what God has called us to do. I have been awakened or moved to learn about the work of a method of policing called ceasefire. When it's, it's been, it gives me hope for our world, treating gang violence as a public health concern, police stations throughout the nation are identifying, they're finding that 60% of all the violence in a community can be traced back to a handful of people. So they identify those people and do an intervention, a road to Damascus kind of moment. They call them in. And when they call them in, there are pastors. There are priests, there are nurses, there are doctors, there are people from recovery groups, there are social workers, there are job helpers, everything, victims, survivors, people who have turned their lives around and they say, we are here to love you. We care about you. And we are offering you all of these resources to get better. And they have found that this works better than zero tolerance, than stop and frisk. It's called precise policing, and it is changing our nation's cities. Because love is what is most powerful. When we gather with our young people here, we never know who we may have stopped 
on the road to Damascus. Be that a way of violence or a way of drugs or a way of hopelessness, we never know often how we may have been Jesus. But we can all know that we can be Ananias. And you are. This is our hope. This is our calling. To be that community of love and know Christ is alive. And we are called to welcome, to share a meal, to invite to church any who are angry or afraid or who have been hurt or want to hurt back. This is what it means to be a Christian, to work side by side with the living Christ who interrupts hate and sadness. This is what it means to be Christian, to live as if love can heal all hurt, living as if Christ really is alive and God is still speaking words of love and they are for us and for us to say to all others, Because this means people can and do change. And that transformation to wholeness is God's will for us. That conversion happens. Christ is alive, my friends. Christ is alive. This is our hope. May this be our word. May this be our life. Amen.